0: Praise God forevermore. Amen, amen, amen. Um, Once again, I want to welcome us to the third day of our meeting. Amen to Jesus. Um, This is um, our meeting titled made perfect. Made perfect. Amen to Jesus. Now, in accordance with our... Um work word for the month of july and also a fasting and prayer program for the month of july in the pre amen to jesus praise god for Our no leader will be blessed thus far the first day the day. thursday friday last week was awesome and today is going to be the third day like we know it's going through the weekdays of the working days in every week, Amen to Jesus. So I'm going to be having a great time of fellowship today again. I will trust the Holy Spirit for a great things today in the name of Jesus. Holy Spirit, we ask. Amen. We the new we glorify you, we magnify Him. Jesus, we celebrate You. Our Father, we worship You. Thank You for the privilege in Your presence. Thank You for the time, to. To, to share fellowship with you. And so, the brethren, we recognize your presence. And we recognize your presence. Yeah, we recognize your presence. And we recognize your presence. Wood and rain, and Jesus be glorified. Let the flesh glory itself. And to you, we give all the praise and glory, we the it all, in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Praise God for Hallelujah. Alright, so we've been studying for a while since last week, um, three days, today makes it three days we've been doing a little study and I believe we've been getting blessed by the studies we've been having. Like I always say, um, what I do is to unite a fire and I trust the Holy Spirit to help you study more. Um, some people say why don't you just go to prayer as a prayer fastivity? But prayer without the world is like carrying a gun, an automated machine, a highly sophisticated machine. Without bullets, that's what prayer without the world is. So, if you must have results, you leave the world in your God. Are we together? And also, carrying the world without prayer is like carrying bullets without what the God praises. So, both of them will really pursue, amen. To Jesus, all right. So, in the past two days, we have led the we Let me do a recap of what we have learned, and then we'll go into today's. I'm teaching we learned what was mean to be perfect uh, and we understood that the word perfect is for the real words tell you tell you tell you tell you and tell you means basically to to uh, to to make complete to accomplish to finish to bring to an end to add what is yet wanting in order to render a thing full to be found perfect to bring to the end that is a proposed end to achieve a goal. To bring the proposed end to achieve a goal, it means to bring to a close or fulfil by events, these are the prophecies of Scripture, and it means the consummate of character, the consummate of character. So when we're talking about perfection, you are talking about the peak, the whole, and uh, the, the peak of character, the consummate of character. And so when we're talking about perfection, we hear perfection. Most of the times, all we think of is the things, the canal is the most perfect that concerns me. Oh my husband, my wife, my children, at my job, my finances, my whatever, whatever, whatever. We have many things in our mind when we talk about perfection, but we Always remove one thing from the picture, and that is the thing called character. Without consummation of character, there is no perfection. Right? Are we together? So, um, perfection also means the consummate of character. So, if everything, as it were, is Perfect in your life is 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 perfect. It, the, the, your marriage is it's, 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 it's perfect, your children, everything. God has provided everything for you, but you are lacking in character. You are still not, you are still not attaining the status of all perfection. In Genesis chapter 1, verse 1, the Bible says, and the Lord had blessed Abraham in all things. I like that verse of scripture. I don't know. The only place I do in Genesis about Abraham's story that I have in my memory and Genesis chapter 12 says that the Lord not to Abraham, leave your father's house, and I will bless thee. Next chapter 12, verse 1, uh-huh. I, I have that in my memory. But the next place I have in my memory is Genesis 24, verse 1, and the Lord had blessed Abraham all day. So I have the beginning of his journey of into the promised land, and I have buried him. at the end of his life? At the end of it all, the Lord had blessed him. He do So there was nothing wanting. There was nothing missing. There was nothing broken. So perfection entails the consummate of character. Character is very pregnant in perfection, and it also means to consecrate. So perfection entails consecration. What is holiness? Holiness is being set apart. God told Moses, He said, "Take the bread, take April and his sons, and then prepare a the special oil, and then we shall anoint them with this oil and consecrate them for the for the office of the priest." And then God told us again, he said, Anoint the horns in the He said, And whatsoever touches the horn, Shall be made holy. Consecration is simply Setting something apart For a particular purpose. And when that that is set apart For that purpose, It cannot do any other work. Purpose is set for that purpose. Are we together? So to be made perfect, is To be consecrated for the Lord's use. I believe I mean, what I'm saying. To be set apart for the Lord's use. In other words, To be made more holy. Holiness is being set apart. Now, holiness is not in code. Holiness is not defined by what we do or what we don't do. Holiness is defined by what God has done for us, which is what? Setting us apart. Now, what we do and what we don't do, actually, it is meant to be the end product of what? The consecration, which is the holiness. So, the acts are the end product of God's work. Are we together? But when we have holiness, we think of acts. No, is not holiness. Holiness is not acts. Holiness is the consecration of the Father. When the Father consecrates works, are you for a work, you get what I'm saying, then anything that follows after it are what we call the acts of consecration. There is the They are the fruit of consecration. They are the fruit of the ball. Holiness in itself is not the fruit. It is what the Father has done. Then they say to the Bible, says, it is Christ who works in us and we both will really to do of his great pleasure. But then he says then, walk out your own salvation if fear and trembling. Are you getting It, it is Him who works in us, and based on what he works in us, we cannot walk out. But if he not walking in us, we cannot walk out. Over the time I grew up as a, as a, as a, as a Christian, uh, from a Christian family, born into a Christian family, uh, uh, I was trained in the way of the Lord. I grew up to always hear, walk out your salvation if you are trembling, walk out your salvation if you are But they never told us it is Christ who walked into you. go to and to God's his great salvation. Now even that verse precedes the verse. Uh, uh, the verse walk out your salvation. Without Him walking out, we cannot walk out. So without holiness, actually we cannot live holy. So most of the time the emphasis is put on living holy instead of what? Holiness. We must put the emphasis on what God is doing. What God has done, sorry, what He's doing. The Bible says He made us holy in love before Him. We must place emphasis on what He has done and what He's still doing in us. And when the emphasis is placed on that, we can now what? Because it is holiness that empowers the fruit of holiness. That's just by the way. Now, I'm just trying to make us understand what uh, being, what perfect means. Like These the, are the, the, the synonyms that explain perfect, holiness, And it means to be finished. It means finished. So, to be perfect, means to be finished. To be finished. When you think about finish, it means the be finished product. no touch any, any again. Amen. It means to be fulfilled. Amen. It means to be fulfilled. Praise God. Now, so, when we, we, we talk about perfect, we are talking about there is no additional touch to be made again. Are you getting what I'm saying? No additional talks should be made again. Everything is at its perfect state. Character, consecration, and everything that now, where do we really attain this? We actually attain this in our spirit man. When we get born again, so we just find a something any man being Christ is a new creature. Old things are passing, build everything that become more new. We attain this status in our spirit man, the moment we get born again. We are perfect in our spirit, man. Totally what? Perfect in our spirit man. We are whole men. Now, Adam was created a whole man, a perfect man. Are we together? When we are are born of God, we are created whole, perfect men. Our spirit man is totally perfect. And mature and you know what i'm saying the same way adam was created is the same way our new, our new man is created amen it is created after god in righteousness and holiness so he's perfect we are taking this at what the new birth. praise god from our but the job we have to do is to keep making our soul um uh, 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 to, 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 to be renewed to our true perfect nature and our body to align to the renewed soul and that's why we keep teaching the word, Perfection. It's just the renewal of our soul to a new real identity. And then the alignment of our body to this. Amen. Now, so we understood in our past lesson that um, from uh, God's intention from creation is what? Perfection is perfection. That's the result. God created Adam is what in his image and his word likeness. Because he made Adam a perfect man. Genesis 1 verse 26 and 27 God said, Let us make in our own image and after our likeness, and then God made man his own man, like the man, he created in a, friend, a man, and call Adam. So we see that God created man his image and likeness. He created a perfect man, a perfect man. Praise God forevermore. more. now but he, when he created a perfect man, he didn't create a perfect end, he created a very good end. Instead of uh, Genesis 1, verse 1 says, and after God has created he said everything was what? Very good. Everything was very good. So he created a perfect earth, praise God remember more. and he created, sorry, he created a perfect man, and he created a very good earth, and also created other creatures that were what? Very good, and placed them on earth, and then finally placed the perfect man on earth to make the very good earth, and the very good creature, perfect. You see that? So the only creature, the only that is what creature that God created, because again, being God created the heaven and the earth. So let's look at the heavens was the creature of God, the earth was the creature of God. Amen. The the plant life, the animal life, the and everything of that, the, the, the climatic life, and even that. now um, the, the plant factor, the animal factor, the climatic factor, um, they were all they were all uh, they were all uh, creatures of God. Of all the creatures that God created, only one He created perfect. That was Adam. Praise God, friend no all. But the other things were very good. And the priest had to make them what? Perfect. What, what, what an honor God gave to Adam. Amen to Jesus. Now, why did he do that? Because he created man perfect so that man can enjoy what it takes to create perfection. He didn't want to create man perfect and create everything perfect. There will be no, there will be no, That is what, there will be no, there will be no challenge. Be no phone. Are you getting what I'm saying? The essence of life, the form of life, is meeting challenges and overcoming them. Is that not Now, that's the essence of life. Our brain was wired to meet challenges and overcome them. Our muscles were wired to take on new challenges. Our system is wired to take on new challenges. Um, like somebody who told me, said, When you learn a new language, your brain improves, your brain expands. Are you getting what I'm saying? We are wired to take on challenges. So, if God had created a perfect egg and a perfect Adam, man would have been docile. There would have been no excitement in life. The excitement of life that God gave to Adam was for him to do what? To start making the very good perfect. So, without Adam, we feel like God. After when he created Adam, he brought every animal that he had made to see what Adam will need them. And say, so whatsoever Adam did, that was. That means it was before they were lived in the farm. But he wanted to test Adam to see if truly this my this my, my 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 creature actually functions in the same mental frequency with me. And he saw that actually what was in his mind for every animal was what Adam needs to say exactly the same mental frequency. So he created it very good. So Adam will have some flow of doing what he proved it only to perfection. praise God for my more. Now when God called. Everything he created very good. He included Adam. Someone will say yes, he included Adam and God created. Because this was Genesis chapter 1 verse 31. He has created he had, by 26, he has created by 27. Genesis 127, he has created man and 28, he has blessed. So by one testimony, he has created everything. So when God called everything very good, he included man. Yeah, that's what it means. Um, but this is not imply that Adam was created to be very good. Watch this very well. When he created, when he called everything good, in, when God called everything good in Genesis 1, verse 31, it included man, where he implied that man, Adam, he implied that Adam was created at the status of very good. Praise God for everyone. Adam was created perfect. And why do I say so? The truth that Adam was created perfect by like God is, is seen in three factors. Three factors. So, like I explained to us earlier on, Adam was created perfect, but the other factors were created very good. And then God put Adam on the earth to make all these other factors were perfect. So, Adam, we get an excitement, we get a feeling of being God. Are you getting it? The same feeling that God had when he created Adam from the dust. And then he breathed into him a in vital breath. And angry we when I picking the living soul, that feeling of fulfillment, excitement, achievement, and it looked, when it looked, I said, wow, I have made myself in flesh form. I have attained my perfection in flesh form. That feeling of fulfillment and excitement was what the father wanted Adam to feel. Now, but the beauty part of it was that God created everything from scratch with the words of his mouth. Are we together? But for Adam's sake, Adam didn't know how to create from the scratch. That's the beauty. The Father already created with the word of his mouth. He put it to the point of very good. but he didn't even take it halfway. Are you getting know what I'm saying? He didn't take it halfway. He took it to almost finish and told Adam, finish. Wow. Wow. So he did 90% of the job for Adam. And Adam had just like 10%. Take it from very good to perfect. I see how that feels. Just wanted Adam to be a part of it, to feel what he felt, the sense of fulfillment. And most of us understand that when God tells us, I am consecrating you to serve me, to work with me, come let us reason together as we say, Why is God calling me to it together? You don't know that every time God calls your attention, it's because He wants you to get the sense of fulfillment He is getting. He wants you to move from fellowship to partnership. He wants you to become His partner. See, God wanted Adam to become His partner. So understand what it means to create perfection Adam Adam, Enjoy the feeling of creating perfection. <laughs> and you see, most of the time when we, swear, we say, God is, the, when we say deep, let's go deep, when we say the Lord is calling your attention, come and reason with me, huh? come and fellowship with me, when the Lord is calling you to experience of fellowship, we are saying, Lord, I'm too busy, Lord, I've got family to take care of, Lord, I've got a job to meet up with, Lord, I have needs to meet, Lord, that's easy, even today, church has become a place of warfare. Because when people come to church, they don't actually come to fellowship with God and fellowship with the brethren. Extort God, but they don't understand that every time you have to fellowship with God, it's getting the feeling of oneness that God has that sense of fulfillment. Every time you fellowship with Him, you have that sense of fulfillment. When you pray the Spirit for long hours, you have a sense of fulfillment. When you study the Word for long hours, you have a sense of fulfillment. When you fellowship with the bread, you have a sense of not, I don't mean when you gossip with the bread, I mean fellowship with the brethren. You have a sense of fulfillment. And you get what I'm saying? A full sense. Of, and that is what God wanted Adam to have. And that is what he still wants. The sense of fulfillment that we have, that the Father has, is what is actually called perfection. That's honorable because I think it is what? To be fulfilled. This fulfillment does not come in having houses, clothes, shoes, wife, or children. No. It comes in, 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 in the consciousness, in the in sweetness of God's presence. <laughs> I don't praise God. I'm also, that's the one I'm supposed to be going to. So let me stay on my track. Amen to Jesus. And That's not my i teaching. So let me stay on what I'm going to be teaching on. So we see that Adam was created perfect. And this is in P. Um, three factors. Number one, Adam was the only creature of God made in God's image and likeness. Genesis 1 verse 26 tells us that. Number two, Adam was the only creature blessed with five components which entail power. In other creatures, God blessed them and said be fruitful, to multiply and replenish the end. When he came to Adam, he said be fruitful, to multiply and replenish so the earth. In our power conference, we took time to stay on um, 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 Subdue and have dominion. We actually studied that in our power conference. You can go on Grace uh, uh, um, 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 Life uh, Change and walk your You see our power conference teachings there. Even on Facebook, you can scroll. You see many. You see uh, our videos there on power conference. We stayed just on subdue and have dominion. Only Adam had those two components of the blessings, and those two components of the blessings were the power components. They were the empowerment. God. They were actually the addition that made man perfect. Subdue, dominion, those were the two things that actually made man perfect. If you compare one with another creature, God told another creature of the future replenish the earth. But what brought perfection to man, other creatures stopped at three, that's what made them very good, are you getting it? But what gave man perfection was what? Subtue and have dominion. So as a, as, as a child of God, if you are not subduing, if you are not having dominion, I'm sorry to say, you are still living at the level of very good. And you are still living like every other creature. It, there's no difference between you and the woods. Are you getting what I'm saying? I and mean, even the grasses. Are you getting it? Because what makes you different is what? The power, that power components in the blessing. subdue have to be. That's why we must subdue. That's why we must have dominion. That's what makes our perfection manifesting on earth. Are like, you getting know what I'm saying? And number three, Adam was the only creature. God breathed into Genesis 2, verse 76 and God breathed into Adam and became what? So it was the only creature God breathed into the only creature made in the image and likeness of God, the only creature that uh, 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 that had five components of the blessings as against three that all has had, and the only creature that God breathed into. So by creating Adam in his image and likeness, God made a flesh version of himself, <laughs> he made the, he didn't make a counterfeit version. He made a flesh version of himself. Are you getting what I'm saying? He made a flesh version of himself. But though the material he used to create this flesh version was rubbish because if you look at the word there in the Hebrew it actually means rubbish but this makes us understand how God can use the foolish things of this world to confound the wise He used rubbish to make a flesh version of himself, to make a perfect version of himself in the flesh Are you what I'm saying? That's the reason why That's, that makes us understand that God is the originator of recycling Today we have what we call recycled plastic blocks. I was watching it on the internet. And they are stronger than concrete blocks. Hit them on the ground, they don't break. Use a hammer to hit them, they don't break. But they are recycled plastic blocks. Now we have recycled plastic shirts. nylon plastic shirts. We are recycling a lot of things now. Now, the, 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 the technology of recycling was simply discovered from creation of man. God using what? Is called a waste rubbish to create a perfect version of him. So it's not you. You are living what the Father did. Now, by blessing Adam, God empowered him to think, speak, and act like him. I you know something, the blessing is beyond cars, it's beyond houses, it's beyond the, what else, land, why? Children, you no, know? we have limited the blessings to peripherals. The blessing is beyond that. I remember I man of God who said it, he once rated him as the richest uh, man of God in Africa. And he came on the altar and he said, "That's nah, an insult to me. How can you raise me based on money? He said, how can you raise a man who speaks and he comes to pass? You can't raise such a man. People didn't understand. But let me help you understand what he understood. The blessing of God is God's empowerment to man, to That's why Adam could name the animals. For him to name them, he had to think. Is that not so? And then he had to do what? Speak. So the blessing is bigger than what we are calling. I'm uh, uh, blessed, I'm uh, blessed, I'm uh, blessed. Materiality, carnality, that's what we complain. No. A blessed man is a man who stands in the stead of Elohim. Uh, is a man who stands in the stead of your uh, way. Just like Elijah said. As Lord, uh, uh, just like Elijah said. The Lord God of Israel, even they shall be moving for three and a half years. He didn't say according to the word of God, he said according by my word. In other words, I have become so one with Yahweh that I am not thinking his thoughts and I'm not speaking his word. So when you hear my word, you are actually hearing Yahweh. Yes,
1: yes, yes, yes,
0: yes, yes. That's what we're talking about here. That's what is that's what called the blessing. I, you get know what I'm saying? Let's wake up to the reality of the blessing. Men who speak the mind of God, who speak the counsel of Elohim, who speak the counsel of Yahweh, those are blessed men. They may not have the big houses, the big houses, they may not have the, the ma- or whatever you call them, but they can speak the counsel of God, they can speak the mind of God in a situation, and it happens. Those are blessed men. No wonder. Where a he of so a joy and uh, forces with, with, uh, with, 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 um, with, um, David's son, uh, what's his name again? When Ahithophel joined forces with him, uh, ah, when David heard he did, said, hey, Ahithophel, it's all over, Ahithophel. the Bible said, when Ahithophel spoke, it was as though a, as though God had spoken. His counsel was as though God was, has spoken. Because he actually speaks your mind. He actually speaks your mind. Only you. Aithof was David's right-hand man. For any battle the world, he must always use David Ayukope. Because the guy's concept was the heart of the father. The mind of the father. So it was an asset to him. So when he saw that the guy had changed come he said, this matter. <laughs> and actually, the advice that Aithophel gave to. Uh, David's son. Absalom. The abs- answer they again to him the council He told totally him, wait, wait for when David is that. Go after him and pin him down. But because David has spoken to the one that Ahitophel speaks his mind, and that was no problem, I will not, I cannot change, you see, even, even the father, even the father that I mean, like he could not change the council Because Ahitophel was speaking his mind, so what did he do? He made Absalom reject the counsel. Ahitophel said, that's the, What? The blessing. Bible says the gift and calling of God are without what? Repentance. When he blesses, he cannot take it. He made that if he could start speaking his mind, he could not change it. The only thing he could do was to change the mind of Absalom. That's a blessing man. I get what to say I'm not to say of this. See, by bringing into Adam, God gave himself. And I mean himself. If you read the word "breath," the word "breath" is the Hebrew the shaman. It means divine inspiration. It means the intellect. It means uh, emotion. It means divine ability. It means spirit. It means souls. By bringing to Adam, God released himself into Adam. And you know what? These three things made Adam what? The perfect flesh version of every game the perfect what? flesh version of everything. So God call, called everything he created very good because he lumped up creation not because Adam was very good. Are you know what I'm saying? So that verse of scripture, Genesis verse 31 was just a lumping up of creation. It's not because Adam was what? Very good. He just loved everything is very good but inside the very good there was a perfect. The perfect was what? Adam. Adam was made what? A perfect man. As a perfect man, he was neither mortal, nor was he immortal. He was not meant to die. And he was created to make what? The earth move from very good to what? Perfect. For that one would that Adam lost his perfection and could not make the earth perfect. So God kept looking for a man to make the, the earth perfect until he got to Moses who he gave the law. We saw that God kept looking for man. From Adam, uh, uh, Enoch, Enoch, Noah, Noah, Abraham, uh, Abraham, uh, Isaac, Jacob, Moses. And then when he got to Moses, he saw through the lands that he sought for men. He saw that there was still a challenge making, uh, with making the earth perfect with each of these people. Uh, so what did he do? He now the children of Israel requested that whatever he tells them to do, they He said, "Well, that's a beautiful opportunity. Take your Lord. Are you what I'm saying? He gave the law. The law itself was not also perfect. Praise God. But it was meant to do what? To bring man to the perfect one, which is the person of Jesus. Are we together? And Jesus brought back the lost perfection. Galatians 3, verse 24. It says, Wherefore the law was our schoolmaster. To bring us on to Christ that we might be justified by faith. Now, hear this very well. Now, between Moses and Jesus, between Moses and Jesus, there was no proper and look at the word typology for for Jesus. Because Moses said, The Lord shall send a prophet up like me to you. After him. (laughs) There was no happiness. I will say that again. As, as wonderful as, as Isaiah was, one of the greatest prophets in the Old Testament, since uh, all his books prophesied about the coming of the oh, still, he could not say, The Lord will send the prophet like me to you. And you know what I'm saying? Yes. As wonderful as Elijah was, still, he could not say, The Lord will send the prophet like me to you. Because Elijah, Elijah was really, let me say what they call a He was thick as fire. Are you going to say From Moses to Jesus, the last typology of Jesus was Moses. And so, the father knew that there would be a gap between Moses and what? Jesus. Now, what will stand in to refer the people to Jesus? Moses has already referred them to Jesus by telling them what? And the Lord said what a prophet to you. He only told them this is what will happen. He had referred them to a coming prophet. Now, after Moses leaves, what will point them to Jesus? After 11, who will we take them to Jesus? The Father knew that Elijah will not do that. Isaiah will prophesy about Jesus. Michael will prophesy. But no one can actually be the schoolmaster who to take us to Jesus. And that is why he allowed for the law to be given because the law is the schoolmaster and another translation says he's the slave who actually takes the child to school you see some of us have house help so we take our children to school he's the slave who takes the child to school you know it's amazing how people say they prefer to hold on to the slave instead of staying in school so the law was the slave who took us to Jesus the school of the father are you getting what I'm saying? It says the law was a school, was schoolmaster to, to bring us unto Christ that we might be justified by faith. So same way, God broke the order protocol of the tribe set aside for the priesthood, that is the Levite tribe oh. set aside for the priesthood, and changed the tribe from where the great high priest would come from, to, from Levite to Judah. It was also necessary for God to change the law, which He did. So today we are actually studying on. The topic I titled The Law Has Changed. The Law Has Changed. The Law Has Changed. So we say that uh, the schoolmaster brought us, brought us to Jesus. And now we also understood in our last teaching that even Moses did not that the great high priest, the Messiah, we come from the tribe of Judah. Nobody, he said, even, here? Is that even the of Judah had no place in the altar. It was only the tribe of Levi relating our last lesson, that they merited it by sin and by the security that Abraham made for them for the priesthood responsibility. Why were in Abraham through the times? They merited it. So, according to protocol, no other tribe was meant to enter the priesthood or carry on the priesthood. But God broke protocol and brought a Judah. From Judah he brought the great priest, the person of Jesus. Praise the Lord forevermore. Now, since God broke protocol and changed the tribe of priesthood, you know I get what I'm saying. Because by moving it from Le, I taking it from Leba, and he brought it to Judah, he changed. I you get know what I'm saying. Since he broke protocol and changed the tribe where the priesthood is meant to come from, it was also important that he also had to do one, change the law. Because the tribe has been changed, so the law has been changed, and also the the priest the the, the 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 priesthood practice had also been changed. Praise God for now Lord. look at Hebrews chapter seven verse twelve. it says, "For the priesthood being changed, there is made of necessity a change also of the law." I cannot say because it has changed the priesthood has been changed. Now. What change, which God did praise God for him? Among now, so why did God change the law? The are four reasons number one because the old law would not make anyone or anything perfect, it could not make any perfect. Hebrews chapter 10 and said, For the law happy a shadow of good things to come. Now, the law was not bad, but it was a shadow. When you see a shadow, what does it mean? It means the substance is close by. Are you getting what I'm saying? The substance is not that So the law was a shadow of the good things to come. The law was a shadow of Christ to come. We talked about it as a hope. The law was a shadow of, of the hope to come of Christ to come of the Messiah to come. Amen. And not the very image of the being the law was not the very image of the thing. Now let me understand something. The book of Hebrews, uh, there's, the, 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 there's, a, uh, there's still debate as to who wrote the book of Hebrews. Some people say it's the Apostle Paul because they say the writings somehow look like his writings. But they also said that, you know, the introduction of Paul, maybe Paul wrote to churches, or well, letters he wrote, and his introductions were kind of different, a little, from the introduction of Hebrews. Now, but there's a little challenge here. The reason, uh, uh, the reason for the book of Hebrews was this. So, though some believe, some believe that it was Paul, some don't believe it was Paul, whatever the God told be, he did an excellent job. Why, why, why do we say that? Because he was actually addressing a particular set of people. The writer of the Hebrews was addressing the Hebrews, the Jews, who had converted to Christianity. Are you know what I'm saying? And they had a challenge with leaving the practice of the law. They had held on to the practice of the law and wanted to see and uh, practice the 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 the, Lord, the spirit of life in Christ number number two many of them had a challenge with Jesus being the desire why or oh, sorry oh, Jesus being, being called the great high priest why because according to the protocol the priest must come from what from the tribe of Levi and now you are coming to tell us that a priest not came from Judah no from Moses See now priesthood comes from Levi Jeremiah us that the peace would come from what Judah. Now, the other challenge was this. Now, Jesus, if you look go to the Revin of Matthew, Matthew said Revin Jesus uh, in his genealogy. Why was he so? Because according to the, to the beliefs in Judaism, the Messiah must come from the royal family. Now, David was a royal family. I'm proud of when Jesus came for like six centuries and been empty. Now Jesus comes in the in, in the lineage of David from the side of his mother, baby, even from the side of his foster father, Joseph. So from two sides, there was born from the lineage of David. So according to according to the beliefs of the Judaism, Jesus is uh, the Messiah is meant to be. Come from from royalty. That means Jesus is actually the Messiah. Now, though some believe, some don't believe, but He has He has settled that aspect of it. Now, those people who are converted from the Judaism to Christianity, they know something that there is a place for a king and there is a place for God, a priest. That is a practice that God has put in place. David was a king and he had Nathan his prophet to do the work for him, and I think he also had his priest who was also to do the work of the priest for him and you get what I'm saying now, but David actually was a, a king who knew how to delve into the three realms. he was an Old Testament revelation of the new creation I mean to get that now, so they understood that a king is a king, a is a king you cannot have a priestly king and you get what I'm saying and so when they saw Jesus the lineage of, of David, that is, he came from the lineage of of, 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 of kingship, and now you are also telling us he's also a priest. How can we have a priest king or a king priest? They didn't understand that the Bible says in very so that for you are a chosen generation, a royal priesthood, that you may show for the glory of him who has called out of place into a foreign in and the book of the says, for he are king and one, and priest. Then you understand that Jesus was bringing the new order of identity. And this identity is the identity that makes you so the king and the priest together. So in this identity, you don't need a priest to stand before, stand for you, in the presence of Elohim, to make a for you. The great high priest has done that. The mediator between God and man has done that. So every one of us, we are now priests, we can stand before the Father, and yet we are royalty. That's the identity that Christ came to show to them. But they still had a problem with this identity. So that's why the writer of the Hebrews started making things clear to them by his book. Are you know what I'm saying? So the law could not make anything perfect. It was a shadow of good things to come, praise God, Lord. He says, and for the law having a shadow of good things to come, and not the very image of the things, can never, with those sacrifices, which the offer, yet, by year, continually make the commands set to perfect. With the yearly sacrifices, the Lord cannot still make anything or anyone what perfect. He can't make anyone perfect. That the first reason why God had to what? Change the law. Number two, because the order or protocols of the tribe for the priesthood have changed. Hebrews chapter 7, verse 13. It says, For him of whom these things are spoken pertaining to another tribe, it is evident that our Lord sprang out. I said, He yet no man is. The person who the, the, the priest talking about here is from another tribe. And nobody gave a that to him at the altar. Are you getting know what I'm saying? He says, For our Lord, for it is evident that our Lord sprang out of Judah. Not what? Levi. And we also learned in this reading, if you just say Hebrews chapter 7, which I will learn that he says, i will call you a priest according to the order of Melchizedek." He says, and the standard of Judah, of which tribe Moses spake not in consigning priesthood. Are we together? So, for, for Jesus to come from the mother of Judah, the order had been broken. The order had been changed. The protocol had been changed. And in the protocol of priesthood and order had been changed, then of necessity the law of the change. And then number three, because the practice of atonement by the priest had changed. <laughs> this one is powerful it says make up the blood of goats and calves but by his own blood he entered in once into the holy place having obtained eternal redemption for us now the priest of old goes with the blood of bulls he goes with the blood of goats he goes, blood of he goes with the blood of cows he goes with the blood of cattle goats he uses the blood of animals to make up to a dwell. into the bowl and then make an abomination. No, he can't do that. It becomes an abomination because his blood is a sinful blood. So in the practice of old, they use the blood of an animal. God will not take the life in the blood man the bible says it says it says for the life of the living is of god and it says anyone that gives a man in that man's blood shall be required of him so god of god take the life in the death of mortal men are we together and so we cannot use and number two because we are falling we cannot use our blood to make atonement so the priest used the blood of animals which god said it cannot make atonement to but it can cover for a while he used the blood to do that act the blood of animals to do that act that was a practice that was the 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 the, the, the priestly order you use the blood of the required animal to come to carry out the act of atonement he said but in this time Mm. So, so some people say, is there anything like eternal security? just because of perfection. I hear the sound of saying it. Yes. And I would say, the man chapter they says, there is definitely now no condemnation of the devil and righteous, who are not, 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 not out of the faith, but out of the spirit, say for the law of life in Christ, you know, they say for the law of life in Christ, for the law of spirit of life in Christ, I set us free from the law of sin and death. So this law was called the law of sin and death. And for the law of spirit of, of, of the life in Christ, you know, to get into operation now, the law had to be changed. So it set us free from the law of sin and death. The law of the spirit of life in Christ Jesus takes us to perfection. The good thing is that the law of sin and death was a shadow of the law of the spirit of life in Christ Jesus. The law of sin and death was a pointer, was the one who carried us the law. Of what? Of spirit of 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 life in Christ Jesus. The law of sin and death was what pointed us to the law of the spirit of life in Christ Jesus. The law of sin and death could just only make us very good, but it could not make us perfect. And let me tell you something: even God told Abraham walk before me and be what? Perfect. And he says, Be ye perfect as your woman, holy as your heavenly father is holy. God demands perfection from us. Why? Because the first man he created was what perfect, and the new creation is perfect. Are you know what I'm saying? So our daily our daily work with God is to do is to make our spiritual identity become a physical reality. That's our daily work with God. That's what we've we ready spend time praying spend time studying invest time sorry not spend time invest time praying invest time studying the bible fellowshiping with the saints serving the lord all the things we do we are doing the to do what To make our spiritual identity become our physical world reality god has to change the law because from the beginning was perfection that was the idea that was the intention of the Father, amen. The above truth makes us understand that God can change everything, anything, and everything to ensure His will of perfection is made manifest. So, whatever God must change in order for His will of perfection to manifest in our life now and always, He will change it now if we accept His change. Are you know what I'm saying? Because this is not the matter of God. I pray for you. This is a matter of what you accept. Do you accept this change? Because of well, course, we are itching in God's change plan. God, I like myself like that. You see people that say, this is my anger, I cannot let it go. Hey, this is my habit, I cannot let it go. Hey, God, God see, you can change every other thing, but this one, don't change it. Like if you accept his change, even when it's not comfortable for you, if you accept his change, I tell you the truth, perfection can exude from you. Perfection can come out of you. Your spiritual identity, your spiritual identity can soon become your physical reality. Who you are in your spirit man, the perfect man can soon become the perfect place on earth. It is possible so long as we are open to God changing in our lives. To God changing laws. To some of us we are putting some laws in our lives. This is the way I am. This is the way I act. This is the way I be We have put some laws in our lives and we are told "But these laws are no good area. But if God could change the law of, the, of sin and death to, to, uh, 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 and then put in place the law of spirit of life in Christ. If he could change the order of the peace with them, from the tribe of Levi to the tribe of what? Of Judah, then there is nothing he cannot change. Child of God, God wants to change something in you. Because until that thing is changed, his perfection cannot come out of you. His perfect, and like your perfect reality, cannot be seen by all. Your real identity on the inside cannot come out to the outside. And I tell you, the Bible says the endless expectation of the creation are waiting for the manifestation of the sons of God. They are still waiting. They are yielding. Why? We are claiming to be sons of God but we are not living our sonship. We are claiming to be children of God but we are looking like children of the devil. We are claiming to be children of God but we are looking like bastards. And the world is getting, creation is getting confused by our confusion. Today is time for us to allow our spiritual identity to become a physical reality. If God has to break your hip, let him break your hip. If God has to kill the Child like he allowed if God has to allow the child to die like he allowed David's child of Bashel die, let the child die. Uh, whatever it is that uh, is a proof of your imperfection uh, that God has to remove, allow him to remove it. Uh, God looked at David and Basham uh, and said, Yes, you already made a mistake, uh, but this child uh, is the proof of your imperfection. Uh. I will allow this proof to stand before you on a daily basis. Uh, I have forgiven you. It's time for you to open yourself to change. It's time for change. Like they said, the only constant in life is change. It's time to cry for change. Lord, I'm tired of remaining the way I am. I want a change. I don't know if you're ministry, in the prayer that for the campaign and say, Dear Abba Father, whatever you must change in my life for your will of perfection to manifest in my life. Change it. It piece that you have never experienced in your life before. He said you feel it on the inside, in your heart, all in your life, all around. You feel, and the Lord says, watch me and watch and see what I will do for you. He says I will bring a relationship here with you with that will make all the relationship failures you have had seem like they never existed. That's what the Lord says that you tell me. That's what the Lord says that you tell me. That's what the Lord says that you tell. Me. Says, that you tell me. For so when I just see you, you have put barricades around your life, barricades. Uh, and these are some, these are some principles, some, some some ways of life you have been carrying out for for a long period of time. Yeah, I, I hear ten years. They have the, They have just been. There. I see, but the kids. I see things like you know, um, um, uh, they, you know when you see wooden fences, like they they are around they are around you, and you've been able to lock yourself in there. Yes, with that you have been achieving. A, 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 a good life you'll be living well you be living well but God says those barricades have now become your limitation that's all the Lord will have to tell you say those barricades have not become your limit i see you just in the middle and you are living your life you're living your life this is why my this might So they are they are good he said but they have become your limitation the Lord says I should tell you that he wants you to start living by the spirit he says he wants you to start living by his Spirit. He says not by the limitations you have placed, not by the boundaries you have placed for yourself. He says he wants you to start living by his Spirit. He says I assure I, I you something, as you start living by my Spirit, even those boundaries, you will see that those things were only just stepping stones. I will take you to higher heights in your life. That those things have not taken you to. He says you will discover that there's a joy of perfection you begin to experience. In every area where you have put those boundaries, there's a joy of perfection you begin to experience. There's a joy of perfection you begin to experience. I see somebody your hand is just closed. It's closed, it's closed, it's closed. It's closed. It's closed. And you cannot take anything with that hand. And, and, and the Lord has been trying to release so much to you, but you are unable to collect. And you are complaining, you are complaining, you have been complaining. Oh, why am not getting blessings? Why am I not getting things? Why is things just time for me? Lord, let me tell you, in the realms of the Spirit, your hands are closed like this. And you cannot take nothing. You cannot take nothing. The Lord says, that you tell him, you, open them up. Open them up. And you ask me, um, Pastor, how do I open them up? Just lift up your hands to God at this point and say, Jesus, take the will of my life. Lord Jesus, I, I surrender it all to you. I'm tired of running my life. Jesus, take the wheel of my life. Just do that. Just say that with me now. And as you do that, you you feel a sensation, a peaceful sensation on the inside of you. And suddenly you will just discover that in the shortest space of time, things in your life will start turning around. Say it's the spirit of the Lord. Say it's the spirit of the Lord. Say, it's the, spirit of the, Lord. say it's the spirit of the Lord. For somebody, I see I see a part of your body, just a part of your body and it's stiff the part of the body is stiff, it's stiff, it's stiff, it's stiff. The part of the body is stiff. It's not moving, it is not moving. It's stiff, as though it's so cold there. As though well so stone cold death, a part of your body just stick as though it's stone cold dead. Yes, 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 yes. The power of God is surging through that part of your body now. You are beginning to feel vibration in your fingers. You begin to feel vibrations in your fingers. Now from your fingers is getting to your to that foot, the vibrations there. Now that's the power of God running through. And and, and, and as the power of God rolls through, the whole that. Has kept that part of your body stiff. It's getting off now. The power of God is, re- is removing them. I-, I, see, I, see, I, see, I see something like draining, draining it, draining some liquids out. The power of God is removing them. There's no swelling, it's just stiffness. The blood is still flowing, but you can't understand how it's still stiff. And the power of God is running through that part of your body now. And that has been there. That has made that part stiff. is coming out now. They are coming out. They are coming out. Coming out. Coming out. The power of You begin to feel the, You begin to feel freedom in those parts. Now begin to flex your hand. Flex your leg. Everything is working now. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Of world. Thank you, Holy Spirit. I see somebody with the on the left side of your head. The Lord is healing you now. The Lord is healing you now. Yes, the power of God is going through that left side of your head and healing now. you now. Thank you, Jesus, for healing. Thank you, Jesus, for healing. Thank you, Jesus, for healing. Thank you, Jesus, for Thank you so you. There's somebody that you have been crying for a change in your in your finances. A change. You have been crying for a change in your life. The Lord be helping tell you. Listen to me, but the Lord be helping me tell you that the change is in your hand. It's not in his hand any longer. It's in your hand. The Lord will be helping tell you, change the way you think about money, and money will start your finances will start changing. That's what the Lord is saying to you. Change the way you think about money and your finances will start. He said, that's why you have seen money as a God, and that's why finances have made you their slave. Money has made you slave. You see, henceforth, start thinking of money as your footman's, And your finances will experience changes. Since the Spirit of God, there's somebody in your heart, you're feeling a warm sensation. A warm sensation. You have been crying, Lord. I want to know you better. I want to go deeper in love with you, Lord. I want to go deeper in love with you. Right there, you have your feeling, warm sensation. That's the love of the spirit. That's the love of God just romancing you. That's the change of desire. That's the change of desire. For somebody, you have been feeling, you have feeling dryness in your walk with God. You have been craving to hear, the spirit, hear God. You open your before you used to hear God, even when you pick up the Bible, you just get revelation over a period of for a period of time now. You open your Bible and it doesn't it does not, not, there's nothing that excites you in your Bible. You close it up again, you try to pray, and there's nothing you just you're just dry. You come to church and you feel like it's a boring environment. You are just dry. You know, the power of the, 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 the Lord is saying, I'm I'm coming back in. He said, No, 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 he hear me very well. He said there was a particular, a particular conversation you had. And that conversation locked up your spirit man, the last shooter man. That conversation locked up. He said, Because in that conversation, there was some words that were spoken to you in the conversation, and it hurts you. It hurts you. And bitterness came into your heart. I mean, By virtue of this bitterness, your spirit man could not contain the bitterness. So it had to shrink, it had to hold on. And the bitterness has been the gulf between your spirit man and your soul. Yeah, it's very So your spirit man has to maintain its perfection, but your soul is holding on to the bitterness. So your spirit man has to stay away from your soul. That's what had that been happening. And that's why it looks like nothing has happened. The power of God is entering into you. And that, that, that seed of bitterness, is unprotected. It's that tree of bitterness is unprotected. In the name of Jesus, as it's unprotected, there is a freedom again, there's a free flow between your spirit and your soul again. In the name of Jesus, the power of God has unprotected that tree of bitterness now. You are even feeling that, yeah, you, as I'm talking to you, remember that statement, and you remember how it made it bitter, but now, you don't feel it any longer. That's the power of the Holy Spirit, and it's it. and now there's a free flow. As I'm talking to you now, you are feeling that one sensation in your heart, as I'm telling you, you, go ahead and begin to pray in the Holy Ghost, you will see that there's a flow already, there's a flow. And as you pick up your mind and there is a flow, you see that your, your your love for God flows back again. I see God changing destinies, changing lives. I see God changing lives. I see the, I see the Lord changing lives. I see God making drastic changes to people's destinies, drastic changes to people's lives. So I, I see messed up lives that are being created so It's the spirit of God. Messed up lives that have been cleaned up. The hand of God I see like 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 a big wiper, a big wiper on the car, clean it up, 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 cleaning up, lives, cleaning up, destinies, cleaning up, destinies. I, I see, I somebody there. I see your, I see your mind, just your own brain. There's the power of is running through your brain and is cleaning up some dirty nonsense that have there, images, um and um, ideas, um, um people and uh, uh, words that have prospered, eaten the perfection of God in your life, the hand of God is cleaning them up, says the Spirit of God, thank you Lord Jesus, in the name of Jesus. Now please I have to quickly do this before uh, we close. If you know you are under the sound of my voice and you know me, Jesus, your not know, and personal Savior, oh, please you have to do this with me. Say so this prayer to me say dear Lord Jesus, today I come to you, I know that I am a sinner, I know that you died and resurrected for me. You shed your blood of Calvary Street to set me free. Jesus, today, I receive you as my Lord person and personal Savior. I choose to serve and follow you all the days of my life. Thank you, Jesus, in the name of Jesus. Lord, I pray for everyone who this prayer. I thank you for receiving them in the beloved and empowering them to stand. Thank you, Lord God Almighty, that they are just. Lord, I thank you for changing everything in our life that must be changed. Everything in our life that must be changed for us to experience your perfection. Thank you for changing them. I thank you for testimonies that have erupted. Be glorified forever. In the name of Jesus. Amen and amen. Please send us your testimonies. Uh, Email uh, addresses gmail.com. Also, do well to like this video and share. I know you'll be blessed. Let somebody get blessed also with this. Please, tomorrow is another time again. I trust God to be with you tomorrow. God bless
1: you. Grace to you.